Hello and welcome to a special episode, the first of our special Ashes episodes of uh, On the Outside. I'm Harry Vanderwood with me, Marcus Taylor. Marcus, this is our first test, pre-first test, pre-Brisbane test uh, opener. We're going to chat a little bit about the uh, what we think is going to happen, the lineups and, uh, and the stories that might take place in the first test. How are you going, Tails? Oh, wonderful, Vanders. Well, I know we've talked about it before, a little bit of cricketness coming very soon, but... Gee, only two sleep, two sleeps left. Yes, no, very excited, and we wanted to bring this uh, this special pod to you throughout the Ashes, a little bit of pre and post test. People match. want more of us, Vanders. This is what well, they've demanded. We we just want to talk about cricket more, to be honest. So we're going to just be talking shorter, sharper episodes, talking about dissecting uh, the cricket. We decided we couldn't do an episode after every day of the cricket, which was disappointing. But uh, we're going to have to... I feel, fill, I'm up for it. Fill our boots before and after. We'll see what demand's like. <laughs> see what demand is like. So, Tails, I first wanted to get started. Um, had some lineup news um, early this week from the Australian camp, and it looks as though they have picked the 11, and it's going to be, uh, from what we weren't sure about, Mitchell Stark's going to retain his place, possibly mm-hmm. over Jai Richardson. Yeah. And it's going to be Marcus Harris to open with David Warner. Mm-hmm. Um, and Travis Head has beaten um, Uzma Kwaja for the number five spot. What are your thoughts? Uh, Harris were pretty settled on. So, Well, it's interesting you say that. Marcus Harris hasn't, hasn't done a ton, but because the, this was very clever by the Australian selectors, because they leaked it like two weeks ago that it was going to be him, when it comes to the actual test where we're only focusing on Head and Kwaja and Stark and Richardson, there's no way he deserves his spot. But he's going to open. Might average 30 in the series. Good luck to him. Heading Kawaj is an interesting one. I'm nowhere near convinced, like everyone else is, that Uzi Kawaj would have made runs. I don't think he would have made a lot of runs. I think Travis, this, this is a good series to pick Travis Head because if England get worn down early, Travis Head could, could make a lot of runs and make it, you know, really build his confidence and cement that middle order position. It, it feels a little bit last chance lunars for him. But um, I, I'm just not convinced Uzi would have made a ton of runs. Yeah, I, I'm almost the opposite thought. I don't have any evidence to back me up. I just feel like Uzi's, uh, it seems like he's feeling good. He's confident. He's playing good cricket with less less monkey on his back than he used to be. Perhaps some of those series, all of his stuff with uh, Langer's out in the open now. So I just feel like he's in a really good zone for it. But in saying that, I don't hate the idea of Travis Head. Uh, I feel, it feels like you do. I feel like you do no, hate the I don't. Idea I think he's a great option. And, um, hopefully he can he can buck that trend of being a bit of a fair weather flat flat track bully. And do you think he will? Like no. deep down in your heart of hearts, no. What what? How do you see the scenario playing out for him? Uh, I think depends on the series. I can see him making enough runs later in the series of Australia dominating to hold his space to then go and make some runs against another another uh, poorer team where he can solidify it. But uh, I'm just not sure if he's a uh, a batsman for Australia that's going to be well remembered. Mm-hmm. I also predicted that Stark wouldn't play, but uh, it looks like he is going to play. So wrong on both counts on mine, but I think that's not a bad call from the selectors. Uh, I think, you know, Stark's a rhythm bowler, and if they feel like he has been back on his rhythm now, then, hmm. you know, who knows? And he is so damaging at destroying the tail. So if he has one good test out of five, that could be a serious winner, to be completely honest. This is a stupid question, but do you think if he was a right armour, that he would play? No. Yeah, I, I feel like it's the variety, isn't it? It really is the genuine variety. So if he bowled the exact same, but with the the opposite arm, he he probably wouldn't play. But it, it's that variety, or and that's that's really domestic. what's going to keep him in the side. Barely play domestic cricket. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
<laughs> You're right. It was a stupid no, but, question. I mean, Stark, when he's bowling well, is one of the best bowlers in the world. Uh, so, mm. uh, and compliments Cummins and Hazelwood beautifully. So, look, that's the decision the selectors gone, and I can see exactly why. But, Taz, I do want to get stuck into the English lineup now because a lot of the stories so far have been about the, uh, the Australian team. So, I was wondering if you, and look at me handball this to you, could run us through the English lineup and who you think is going to be where uh, for their starting 11. Uh, Cook, Strauss, Trot, Peterson, Bell, Collingwood, uh, Pryor coming in at seven. I, Collingwood, if that reckon? seven. If that seven came out here, do you reckon they get more runs than the top seven that they're going to roll out in the first test? Oh, not, it's not as no. stupid as it sounds. No, I don't think so. I don't think Cook, it's as stupid oh, as it sounds. Cook and Strauss, yeah. You need someone to have a match out of their skins. But we are digressing tails. True. Yes. Who, so uh, Rory Burns, who I... One of the, the best parts he about this pod is your hatred for Rory. Yeah, He's a disgusting him. player. Um, uh, Crawley at the top of the order as well. So Zach Crawley made 267 against Pakistan. About uh, it, was, it was one of the COVID tests, wasn't it? When cricket resumed last year and we thought, well, shit, yeah. like, maybe this is someone. He's done nothing since. Done absolutely nothing. I think he averages like 28. You have to have one of the worst averages for a guy that's made... 267. Um, it's he's just like he's no good, so we just don't worry about him. I'm not even worried about him. But he's uh, he's going to be opening alongside Burns instead of well, it looks like it, I see Hamid. instead of Hamid. Mm. I watched Hamid against India in the English summer, didn't look didn't, that didn't look that confident, didn't impress did not me. Too much. No, no, doesn't get forward a lot. Um, he's all hands, little footwork, but not one of those, he's not a dasher either. Mm. Uh, but at three. Uh, Dawid, Dawid Milan, after making that 140 at the Wacker four years ago. Mm. Do you think the selectors have just got it stuck? Like they've just remembered that innings and they're like, you know what, Milan, good Australia. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, there's a few. So Milan, Pope, and, and Bester were all sort of going for two spots, uh, three, mm. three people into two spots. So, I mean, if that's, if, I don't know, Bester has played two tournament and two ashes out here before. He hasn't overly impressed, but he is an no. attacking player that can take the game away. Uh, and he's shown that, not against Australia, but against other teams. So that's an interesting call with his experience. But, you know, I think you have to be brave as well when you're touring Australia. So don't, don't hate that. So you reckon free for Milan? Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's what they're talking about at the moment. And it's simply because they don't have another natural number three anywhere, really. There's nobody that... Um, that'll make the grade really in that top order. It's been brutal for a long time now. Uh, he came back against India. Yep. I, I feel like though, without being negative, that middle order, which you just spoke about, yep. um, Pope and, and Bairstow. So you got rooted for, despite what Ian Chappell wants, you got rooted for, you've got Ollie Pope at five. He's a, he's a bit of a wonderkin. He's sort of, he's had his moments so far. He's one of those guys, if he has a good, he could have a good series. You know what I mean? He's, who knows what could happen. Then you got, uh, Stokes at six, which he only averages 37, but we're scared of him. And then you got Butler at seven, who's sort of looking like he's starting to figure test cricket out a little bit, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad, not a bad middle order. And if Wokes no. plays, then all of a sudden we've got sort of there's five a big first innings there somewhere. Yeah. There's a big first innings there somewhere. Yep. Yeah. So I think it, there's nothing that's, um, that's not a bad balance side. I think the bowlers are interesting, though. Do you think they should be playing a spinner? In Brisbane, because there's a chance. Seems like they're not going to. Yeah, I mean, how do you say it? if you should play a spinner? But I don't know if you've got a spinner. 
Yeah. Um, and they've got Jack. Leach. I'm not sure how Leach, what Leach's, yeah. So Leach's form has been lately. I mean, Root's obviously pretty handy as a spinner, but he's not going to spin mm-hmm. the victory. No. Um, well, I mean, I think he has actually done that for England, but um, does Pope bowl leg spin or am I imagining that? Pope bowls some little ones. I don't know what leg is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So nothing really. And then with a four pace attack of Wokes, Robinson, Anderson, and Broad, I think starting off um, the first test, which means they leave out Wood, which is their only bowler that can get up in those mid 140s. Do you think we should fear, but we should be worried about Broad and Anderson? I know all the talks are oh, Broad and Anderson, Broad and Anderson. Broad's 35, Anderson in his late, late 30s, they're. I think Anderson had that 2010-11 Ashes. Bowl very well out here. Yeah. He's been here three other times and done nothing. Stuart Broad has done nothing. He's got a strike rate of 75 out here. Why are we yeah. worried? They'll have, they'll have great spells. Um, and if we can stop, you know, make those spells into three-far instead of six-far or seven-far, then, then I think that's what's going to – that's what Australia needs to, need, uh, needs to do because there's no doubt that they will have good spells of bowling, but – Without when the ball's not moving, those hot days, you know, you've got to keep them in the field as long as possible. On the outside is proudly sponsored by Raincoat. That's raincoat.com.au. Raincoat with a K, providing specialist uh, kids raincoats and coveralls to keep them dry and what looks like to be a bit of a, uh, a wet summer. And if you're an on the outside listener, you can get a 25% discount with the uh, code on the outside. So please go to raincoat.com.au to get your raincoat. That's absolutely, absolutely outstanding value, Vanders. And I, I think even as well, Raincoat are a very, uh, a very eco-conscious company. They've got biodegradable packaging as well, I believe. Yes, yeah. So uh, if you're getting... You know, new clothes for the kids, they always go out of them and you just throw away plastic after plastic. Well, not at Raincoat, it's all biodegradable. Um, you can buy sort of lots of sizes so your kids can go into it. So it's an absolutely great spot. And if you listen to on the outside, you get a 25% discount. Ben, as we just did go through the lineup uh, just before, but of course, just want to narrow down here. Just want to focus in on a couple of the key battles. What do you see the key battles for this Ashes uh, series being? Well, I'll get into one of the biggest ones straight away, and that was uh, one Broad v Warner. And Broad absolutely, Ooh. I don't know if you could dominate any more a contest between bat and ball than he did in the last Ashes in 2019. But I think Warner averaged nine or something for the series. Yeah. yeah. Broad got him out if nearly every time. So that is a... Uh, a really good, but it was almost comical in the end, the last yeah. Ashes. Um, Warner was quite happy to admit defeat. Um, but I think it'll be a different different contest here in Australian soil. Um, Warner's had a long time to work on Broad coming coming around the wicket at him. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. No doubt Broad will get him, I reckon, at least a few times. But I think Warner might try uh, a little bit of a technique. So I, my, my tip there is... Oh, I don't know how to... T- I mean, even tipping an even contest is almost a win to Warner after the last contest. So... I'm going to tip just Warner slightly in that contest, Tails. No, that's fair enough, Anders. I think slightly is the best word for it. I'm worried about David Warner. I don't know how much longer he's got left as a test patient. I'm really worried about it. So I, I think it's going to be a slight win. The only thing that will save him is that I don't think Stuart Broad's going to play a lot of cricket. 
I think you'll get uh, you'll get cooked very early on in this series. Well, I tell you what, it's either a win or it's a massive loss because if he has a terrible ashes, then he's on the chopping block. Captain Cummins versus Captain Rude, probably the biggest as well. I mean, a lot of people saying you know for Rude today, it's it's the it's the series, it's the tour that's going to define his captaincy versus a new young captain in Pat Cummins which is going to define at least the first part of his captaincy um, and the Australian cricket team at the moment and help with their identity. So it's a huge battle. Cummins probably had it over, um, well, definitely had it over Root in England. Root wasn't informed there for mm-hmm. that Ashes. So I think that's, uh, that's going to be an intriguing captain-be-captain battle. And one we don't always get um, with, you know, fast bowlers not captaining that often. So it's really exciting. It is. And uh, I feel like Joe Root, uh, who's used to carrying the captaincy, will feel like he has an edge over Cummins because instead of Cummins just wholly and solely focusing on Root and trying to get uh, Joe Root out, uh, Cummins has got everything else going on. So I think Joe Root, in the form of his life, I think this is his best chance to get on top of Cummins. This is his best chance for a great tour of Australia. And uh, I, I'm, you know what? I think Joe Root is actually going to win that battle. I'm not going to say it's going to be enough to sway the Ashes, but I think Joe Root is going to win that battle against Pat Cummins. Just putting in one last battle, which is not your normal... Sort of your, your, it's not really a one way one battle. It's just sort of a, a crucial role battle that both teams have. Is is Lyon versus Stokes? Nathan mm. Lyon versus Ben Stokes. Now, I think Lyon's had the wood over over Stokes a few times in the past. Um, yes, but both players just seem to be almost a barometer for their team and how they're traveling as well. So I think that that's quite an important an important role they're holding in the team. So. Absolutely. The two, as I said, Nathan Lyon's got him out more than any other, uh, any other bowler for Australia and uh, Ravi Ashwin's got him out more than any other bowler around the world. So off spin is probably the weakness. And if you get, get on top of Stokes early, that talismanic player could be absolutely crucial uh, to deciding the series. What's your tip for the Gabba? Uh, my tip for the Gabba, as I said last week on our hot takes on our regular pod, uh, not the bonus Ashes pod, subscribers only um but my tip was that we would get whatever it was only 30 percent of the uh only 30 percent of the game so i think it's going to be a draw i think it's going to be a rain effect a draw and i don't think there's going to be anything to read into either of it either way i think the both the all the weaknesses of each team will be exposed but not enough to to determine which way it will go in the series off the back of that first test how do you see the first test playing out i see it similar to you tales except i think you can, there's going to be a lot of rain delays, but I think we're still going to get quite a bit of cricket in. As we know, the Gabba, um, you know, 13 mil in the Gabba is very different to 13 mil in, in Hobart or Melbourne. And they get on, it rains down fast. I'm talking about Hobart's rain right now. They'll get it on fast. They'll get the covers off. It'll clear up. And I think there's going to be enough cricket. And I think that it is possible in that time for one of the teams to lose the first test. Not to win it, but you don't need long ooh, to lose it. If ooh. you have a bad session with the bat, all of a sudden, the pressure's on, and I yeah. think we could actually see a result. And any result based on that is going to have a lot of say. If Australia win because English collapsed, then England are gone. If England win because Australia have, have, have shat the bed, then all of a sudden it's 50 50. As soon as England win that first test, they're almost tipped to go and win the series. So that's my, that's my tip for the first test. We'll see a result. I like it, Vanders. And just a, an absolute nerd moment for uh, for all our listeners. Kookaburra have designed a new ball that basically means it's going to swing and seem for longer. So for this for it's this Ashes, Ashes series, so, yeah, not good. Brisbane Brisbane steamy. Yeah, but first up, like that first, still in a little. 
right. Yeah. And yeah. Tails, before we go and wrap up this uh, this Brisbane preview pod, just a tip for the series. We'll look back on these. Um, what do you think the scoreline will be? And what will top top wicket taker, top run scorer, scoreline and biggest story, I guess, headline from the Ashes? Oh, okay. So I think it's going to be 2-1 with two run-effective draws. Unfortunately, we're going to go down to Tasmania for our first Ashes test ever, and it's going to rain for fucking five days, I guarantee. But it's going to be 2-1 with uh, with two draws. Uh, the leading run Sorry, score is going to be Joe Root for the series. Australia. Australia. Joe Root is going to be the leading run scorer for the series, but Marnus will be Australia's leading run scorer. Uh, Josh Hayeswood will be the leading wicket taker for the series. I think England are going to rotate their bowlers too much to uh, to have any uh, any other bowler to threaten that. And the main storyline of the series, oh, that is a great one. You're going to see the last important match, the last important test for three players. The three players. You're going to see the last important test for David Warner. You're going to see the last important test. For James Anderson, you're going to see the last important test for Stuart Broad. Those three players will not play in an, in an important test again after this after this series. I'm going to go two one Australia, but it's it's a weirdly comprehensive two one England. They might escaped another game with a draw. Which which game do you think they might win? Adelaide. I think Adelaide's their best chance. Yeah, okay. I don't. I think yeah, yeah Adelaide's their best chance. The two one will be quite convincing. Like I think mm-hmm. Australia will flog them in the two they win, and then maybe go very close to beating them in another one. Yeah. Um, I think top wicket taker. I'm going to go with Cummins. Ooh. Um, yeah. Top run scorer. I am going to go with. It's not very original. I'm going to go with Smith, but Roots. Yeah. Roots all the way, like quite a way up there as well. I think he's. Yeah. In some fine form. And biggest headline for the series is going to be that we have finally found a wicketkeeper replacement that can rival Gilchrist. I think a rival Gilchrist. Oh, I like that. Carry carry to have a huge, huge series with the bat, two centuries and a lot of other scores as well, I think will be the big storyline coming out of this one. I like that, Vanders. I like that a lot. Uh, Do you think one player we haven't talked about very quickly, what do you think you're going to get out of Cameron Green this, this summer? Uh, I think he will continue to mature, but nothing to write home about. Interesting. That's interesting. I like that, Vanders. You? Take. Um, I think he might. I reckon he's going to turn up once. Not not okay. dominate the series. I reckon he'll average like 35, 40 with a bat. I don't think yeah. he'll take many wickets. You just need handy runs. Though, I think you? he'll turn up once. It's a shame they're not playing in WA. He would have turned up in WA. Well, Taz, we should write this down because we're going to revisit it at the end of this test. So you'll hear about, you'll hear from us at the end of the Brisbane test with all the reviews, see how wrong we were. Um, and uh, we're really looking forward to a good, hopefully, five days of cricket, but no doubt less with the weather that we are looking forward to. Uh, chat soon, Vanessa.